What is up, Flomies? It's time for another edition of the ITF Flowcast. So we have an awesome episode for you today. We are interviewing Louis Vandervoort. Uh, he's he's a lot of things. He's an entrepreneur. He's a business owner. He's an author. Uh, he hosts a podcast. Uh, but he's the owner of Blue Crocus Solutions, which is a digital marketing company providing website design, SEO, Google ad services, that type of thing. Uh, we're going to talk to him a little bit about his entrepreneurial journey, the the things that he had to go through to get where he's at. Really, really fascinating story. But the meat of this interview are the tips that he gives to help you become visible on Google. He just offers some really sound advice, some things that I know we implemented in our company almost right away. Uh, it's just really inf good information. So please listen in, especially if you're a small business owner who can't really afford to hire the big guys to get you visible there. Uh, you're going you're gonna to really want to get uh, take notes on the things that you're going to learn in this interview. So let's listen in. Hey, Flowies. Uh, we are here with Louis Vanderbalk. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Louis. Um, you are uh, done a, a ton of things. So first and foremost, you're an entrepreneur, um, but you're also an author. Uh, and also have collaborated on some books, some entrepreneur books uh, that uh, I recommend. The Greatest Lessons I Learned from Being an Entrepreneur, Volume 1 and Volume 2. You had a part in, in writing some of that, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, Lewis also has a company uh, that works with website and, and SEO uh, uh, management. And you also have a junk moving, like a, um, what, what would you call it? Like a junk, uh, uh, junk removal. Junk yeah. removal company. Yeah. Very cool. So kind of like uh, Mike Schneider, who's who's a, a, a cool flow me. We call each other flow me, just so you so you know that's so we. I love it. I uh, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit, Lewis, about your background? Um, I know you had started off with kind of idea of being like a mechanical engineer, right? And and you kind of made some decisions, and and all of a sudden you're an entrepreneur. So why don't you fill us in a little bit on your backstory? Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, you know, you mentioned Mike there. Uh, a fellow flow me and and just appreciate him connecting us. So shout out Mike because he kind of I put the call out saying, hey, you know, I'm looking to to add some value, and he was like, oh, you got to talk to Gabe. Gabe is amazing. You know, he's got this awesome uh, awesome group and everything. So glad that uh, glad that we can get connected there. So I'm in New Brunswick, Canada. Um, I was born in New Hampshire, uh, and we moved up when I was three. So I'm actually dual citizen, which makes it fun for taxes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, you I've I've got uh, the Canadian accent you know, coming through a little bit here uh, because I, I grew up here. Right. Mm -hmm. So I did um, out of high school. I didn't know what I was going to do. No one, no one in my family had gone to university. Um, I didn't want to carry on in the the family business, which was, uh, you know, a giant greenhouse business shipping like small mm -hmm. plants um, all over North America. Wow. Um, you know, so I grew up doing that. I grew up in the construction world as that business expanded, you know, doing a lot of the, the building for different uh, expansions, installing a pool on the property, you know, doing a bunch wow. of different things like that. Did some roofing for a summer, but I kind of got my feet wet in the contracting trades. And I said, you know, this is fun. I'm getting paid to work out. Uh, all my <laughs> friends are paying to go to the gym or spending time after work going to the gym. And I'm just uh, hauling shingles up on a roof or <laughs> putting in a, a pool or doing fencing. Um, so let's do that. So I did that for four years after high school. And I quickly saw, you know, there's uh, in the co construction trades, especially with the, where I was working, and what I was doing, I said, you know, this is this is really hard on the body. This is, um, I think my brain has some more capacity um, than than just doing this. It was really good as a young person. You know, I could work lots of extra hours. I could uh, pay off, you know, a car, all that fun stuff, right? Um, but I said, you know, there's got to be more. I want to start a family eventually. Mm -hmm. What can I do? Um, so my cousin had gone to 
do computer science at the university close to here. You know, university is like the Canadian version of college for you, for yeah, the Americans. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, hey, you know, you like fixing things, you like building things, you like science, do mechanical engineering. So I did. I applied for mechanical engineering, um, got in. I had one like one extra credit I had to do before I got in, um, got in, did the degree. Throughout the degree, I worked, um, you know, designing parts and apparatus for people who were paralyzed to be able to drive cars. Super fun, super rewarding. Um, yeah. You know, I got to actually talk to people like, you know, for example, building like orthotics. We would like take the measurements like one guy, um, he was paralyzed and he was missing uh, part of his arm. Wow. So we we, um, you know, had the hand controls like the company I worked for had hand controls to operate the vehicle with just your hands. Right. So you've got push for brake and pull for acceleration. And then you steer with the other hand. Well, this guy didn't even, he was only had one functioning hand and just part of his uh, other arm. So we designed, he sent us measurements at different points on his arm. We designed and 3D printed a socket basically to go on so he could like connect to the thing. Super fun, super rewarding. I did that all through university. Um, you know, worked full-time in the summer, part-time in the school year. Um, you know, paid my way through school, paid for our marriage, you know, our wedding um, in 2017. Graduated, started working full time at this place, and then our son was born um, three months later, so in June oh. of 2019. And I was like, "Man, this is cool! You know, I, I've got the career, I've got the family starting, the marriage." But I soon realized, like, I was going to work before he was getting up, and I was coming back, yeah. uh, you know, after you know, barely seeing him. And I was like, "Man, if we we want four kids, our fourth is on the way now. I can actually talk about it now in public because we just announced it." Um, this is gonna be crazy. How am I ever gonna, you know, make time for the family? So I started looking at different ways to, you know, make money in in my spare time, and I came across digital marketing. And and basically, I started the business like a month after I started looking. I said, this this combines my love of contracting because I love the construction trades. Um, it just wasn't a fit for me, you know, long term as a career. Mm -hmm. But it kind of brought it back full circle. I could work with people in the trades, the home service industries. And uh, I could learn a new skill and I could, you know, be a little bit more flexible. And that's how it started. I, I got um, going in 2019, went full time in doing the digital marketing in 2020 and haven't looked back, man. We're just we're building and we're growing and and uh, making things happen. And then, you know, from those skills in 2021, we saw an opening here locally and we we're like, hey, let's go for it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I actually had a junk removal company locally reach out to me and say, hey, you know, what would it look like for you to come on? I quoted him something. He's like, that's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> you know, I think I'm just going to keep doing it myself. And then we kind of, we looked at junk removal like a year before as an industry. Uh -huh. And then it kind of brought it back and we we're like, hey, you know, maybe there's something here. We looked at it and we we're like, this is going to be too easy. So we started it up. Um, yeah, we, we, it was like a month from, I think the idea to launching was, was about a month. We had the idea in May um, and we did our first job middle of June. So wow. we like bought the truck, bought the trailer um insurance was the hardest part of the whole process oh, getting yeah, insurance yeah. there was only one provider here locally that did it um and then you know built the website out and you know started going to facebook groups we can talk about a few of the different ways we did get jobs at the yeah, beginning i think it applies to all industries you know the hustle there mm -hmm. um and then we just started you know going crazy we started partnering with our community kitchen we sponsored a marathon here locally oh, nice. uh, got on the radio um, you know, got connections in there, got in, you know, a couple articles written about us. I went crazy with it because I was like, now I can do all the things <laughs> I want my clients to be doing outside of SEO. And I can say, hey, guys, this works. You got to just go do it. Well, um, I, so it was, 
that's the coolest part about it is it's almost like you're 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 making money for yourself by starting this business but you're actually advertising for your first company because you're saying i believe in what i'm doing and look at here's i'm willing to put my own money in in this business to uh, you know stake that claim on my skills as a seo and website person so that's pretty that's pretty awesome yeah, it was a lot of fun. And and we got to try different things. And that really launched us into the drunk removal industry because we, mm -hmm. we were like, this is a really it's a lucrative business. Um, it's it's not hard to stand out above your competitors um, in this industry, you know, like like many of the home service industries, really. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, and you know, we can talk here. I want to definitely bring some value to people about some of the stuff we did. But that's that's kind of the journey to where we are today. And now we're drunk removal is our biggest niche. We have a couple solar panel cleaner um, clients, a window cleaning client, um, you know, but it's the, the home service industry, the niche is, is in general, there's specifics within each niche. Yeah. We're all kind of doing the same stuff, um, you know, for our particular thing. Right. Oh, very cool. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I think this is probably a good, a good way to get into that particular discussion with your S with SEO. And, and like you said, you, you did other things aside just from your website marketing that were smart. So maybe you can share some things that, single owner operator, you know, or maybe a guy has, you know, two or three people on the crew and doesn't have a huge budget for marketing. Uh, what what are some things they can do, uh, like you said, where they can just with a little bit of hustle, be able to bring some value back to their company? Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you said that, you know, guys that don't have a ton of money, you shouldn't be signing up with an agency like us. Mm -hmm. um, you, you've got to get, the more you can build your brand, the more you can build your community impact, the more you can build you know, your, your social media and everything, the easier it's going to be when you eventually sign up with someone like us, but the more you're going to have a foundation so that you're not leaning totally on SEO. Right. SEO was not the only thing that got us going. In fact, that took some time to build. Um, it was all the other stuff that we were doing that got us moving out of the gate. And then SEO comes along and supplements it. That but if you're, if you're counting on SEO or you're counting on ads for your business, you're leaving a lot of money on the table and you're also putting yourself in a very vulnerable position. It's, yeah. you know, do you want to be an order taker at a restaurant or do you want to be out hunting and gathering? You've got to be, yes. you got to be out hunting and gathering as a business owner. Yes. Yes. That's a good way to put it for sure. So, yeah. So, so some of the stuff that we did, you know, very first thing that I, that I did when we were like, okay, we're going for it. Um, I started going into all the local buy and sell Facebook groups, mm. all the local buy and sell Facebook groups. And I'd look for, um, I would do a search in the group for, junk removal. I would just search for, you know, need junk removed or removal. Any of those posts, whether they were 10 years ago or five years ago, I I just took the link to that post and I put them all on a spreadsheet. Um, and then I would just start going through and uh, commenting on a couple of them a day. And what happens when you comment on a post, even if it's from a year ago, when you comment on it, it bumps it back up to the top of the feed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so if someone's saying, hey, I need my fridge removed, maybe they got it taken care of, but you jump in and be like, you know, if anybody else is looking for something, we'd love to, we'd love to help out. Uh, that's a really good idea. Cause, uh, and, but don't do it all at once. Cause then it's just you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's why I took down the links. I did one, you know, bash of a couple hours, just going through all the different uh, posts. Mm -hmm. And then I just spread it out over the next month, go in every couple of days and comment on a few posts, pop it back to the top. And then the conversation would start under those posts. You'd respond to, to notifications or whatever. Okay. Super powerful way to do it. Um, then you then as soon as you start doing jobs, this applies. Window cleaning is a great example of this. Solar panel cleaning is a great example. If you can take videos of every job you do, time-lapse videos, people love those. Yes. Like window cleaning is a fun one, especially if you've got a really dirty window. Even just the action of window cleaning mm -hmm. 
um, happening is a fun one to watch in time lapse. You've got the you know the soap suds on there, and then they all get cleaned off like in hyperspeed. Like who doesn't like that, right? Mm -hmm. um, now you've got shorts, you've got reels. That wasn't so big when we started in twenty one. Yeah, but take time lapse of every single job you do. Put them on YouTube. This is a very underrated SEO tool. Google owns YouTube, so if you can put your videos on there, um, in the title be like best window cleaning in you know Tempe, Arizona, mm. right? Best uh, best um, solar panel cleaning. You know, put those words in the title of your video. Talk a little bit about your video. Link back to your website if you have one at the time. Um, you know, link back to your Google business listing on the YouTube video. Now all these Google properties are talking to each other. The Google business listing is being linked from the YouTube video, is being linked back to the website. If you've got a website, you can embed that YouTube video on there. Wow. And this is all this is all really good SEO stuff. So take videos of jobs. Um, one of the things that I had a lot of fun with when we got going was I was thinking about you know Facebook giveaways. I wanted to do Facebook giveaways. I wanted to get our name out there, build up our Facebook page, you know, follower account, right? So I was thinking, what's something that everybody likes? Food. You know, I see people giving away Yeti coolers full of fishing gear. And it's like, that only appeals to the guys. And guys aren't really the most active people on social media. <laughs> That's true. And guys aren't my ideal client as a junk removal business or a window cleaning or a solar panel business. Yes, that's true. Women are. Yes. Women are our ideal client. They want the windows cleaned. They're the one that's going to be nagging their husband. Maybe the husband's going to be the one that jumps on at 2 a.m. in the morning because he's sitting on the couch and he hasn't gotten the windows cleaned. <laughs> right. Um but uh, so I said, okay, food is a big one. Women are our ideal client. And how do we, you know, how do I do this for free? So I went and I said, okay, let's just get restaurant gift cards and we'll give away restaurant gift cards. But I went a step further and I went and I scraped a list of um, emails mm -hmm. for the restaurants here locally. And then I sent out like a two-step email and said, hey, we're going to be doing giveaways. I'll do the posts. I'll tag your company. I'll, um, you know, promote the whole thing. I'll, um, you know, have your brand there if you provide me with a gift card. I love that idea. Right. So, yeah. so I went to the people because there's here in the local area, there's like some really iconic restaurants. I hit them hardest and most personally yes. Yes. Um, to say, Hey, you know, there was a, a custom cupcake shock that everybody loves. So I went to him and I said, Jonathan, I, I would love to do this. Can we, can we make something happen? Um, he gave me a, a gift card. We did the giveaway, we tagged them, they get the exposure, we get the exposure because we're kind of using their branding mixed with our branding. Mm -hmm. um, it was a blast. We did one every two weeks. So we did it wow. every two weeks. We let people know every giveaway that yeah. there's going to be another one in two weeks. So then they feel more like there's a chance of them winning. Yeah. And so they keep coming back and they keep engaging um, and be like, hey, when's the next giveaway? Maybe I'm wow. going to win. Well, I'm I'm implementing that immediately. I'm gonna I'm gonna send this little part. We have a social media manager. She's just yeah. a, a high school kid and just really great. I mean, just awesome. And she's always looking for ideas. So that I love that. That was that was really really smart because we we're big in in cross promotion as well. You know, towards mm -hmm. other and, and like you said, especially the iconic places in town. You know, we want that. That's our history. That's right on their coattails too, right? Yeah, exactly. We yeah. we can get connected with them, and that's kind of we carry those good feelings with us, you know, to the consumer. So to, but then that's an extra step of getting them involved. They're now essentially sponsoring uh, my, my page because now they're getting, they're getting promotion, but then we're also getting, like you said, that, that connection with them. That's a great idea. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It was, it was a ton of fun and it, it, uh, it made you feel very included in the community too. You know, it's like, Hey, these people care about us. Um, 
you know, you want to present yourself well, you want to present yourself as someone they want to, you know, connect to their brand with. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that was a blast. The other thing that I didn't end up doing, because we just got so busy um, so fast, but I saw this idea from a local tourism, um, a town a couple hours away did this uh, with their tourism board. They basically did a scavenger hunt. So I was going to do this. We got a little bit busy and I never ended up doing it, but we have a walking trail system here in town. Mm -hmm. And so I was basically going to do a 12 step, like 12 posters. I'd get a company to sponsor doing the yard sign, you know, the yard sign posters. I would get a company on each yard sign, be like, Hey, this one's sponsored by this company. And then I was going to have like a grand prize of like, uh, we have a local tap house. That's really, really popular. Um, and everybody knows pickaroons. So that was, that's another idea, but different ideas of ways that you can connect to the community with something like that. Everybody on the walking trails is going to see all of your brands as they go walking mm -hmm. by. You're going to have the social media buzz because the idea was, you know, you take a picture, you tag all these companies, um, and then, you know, you you do the, you post up the 12 pictures that you took for, for a chance to win the grand prize. Um, so different ideas like that. There's so many, you know, I hope people's minds are turning too, because that's what, that's what I had the most fun with. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about what are all the different ways that I can do this? You know, how can mm -hmm. I... How can I spin this? Um, another thing that we did, and this was specifically for junk removal, but there are uh, ways that you can do this as well for your business. Every business has an opportunity to donate time or services or mm -hmm. something like that. We jumped in with a community kitchen and we said, hey, um, if we can spend some time picking up goods from around town, picking up pallets, whatever, we've got a trailer, we've got the muscles, can we do that? And then what we're going to do is we're going to provide you an article on your page or like an article that you can post on your website to link back to our website. Mm. Really, really powerful for SEO um, to have other websites linking back to yours because Google sees that as a vote of confidence. Mm -hmm. Basically like a, you know, you know, um, voting in the prom queen or prom king, the more people that vote for that one person, the better chance of them winning. So the more websites you have, especially local websites linking back to yours, the more Google sees that authority. So what that's what we did. We, we helped them out. We wrote an article, they added their little bits in it. And then basically the theme of the article was, if you need donations picked up, call us. Um, and, you know, we we take donations. We wrote it in their voice, but hey, you know, as a communication, we, we take all these things, all these donations. If you need something heavy brought to our spot, mm -hmm. reach out to, to Integrity Junk Removal. So that was the way that we got uh, local backlinks. That's what it's called when someone links back to you. Um, the other thing is go to all your friends and, and um, you know, associates in business and say, hey, can we have a link back from your website? Can I link to your website? Can you link back to mine? Um, I sponsor yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, so what's, what's involved with that? So those of us who are not techies, we don't really do a lot of website stuff. Um, we could, you know, we, and I've heard the term backlink and I understand kind of the basic idea of it, but what what would be involved with that? So I let's say there's a landscaping company and I'm friends with the owner. Um, we have similar clientele, right? The same people we're, we're uh, uh, marketing to. Uh, what is that conversation like and what, how do we accomplish that backlink exchange? Yep. So here's an example. Um, I have a friend who does graphic design here locally. Mm -hmm. um, he was... I reached out to him. I said, hey, would you mind putting me on your site as a business that we partner with? Because he had a page for that already on his website, you know, businesses that we support or businesses that we partner with. Um, and he said, yeah, do you mind donating to he was doing a bike for MS, mm -hmm. uh, like a fundraiser? He said, do you mind donating $100 to this and I'll, I'll pop it up there. So I did. I was like, yeah, absolutely. And by the way, $100 for a good backlink is 
is quite cheap. That's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it, it's gonna it's gonna help your site a lot. So so that's an idea. If you've got a landscaper friend that that has a website that does good work, you know, you want to be associated with, reach out to them and say, you know, there's a couple ways you could do it. You could just get them to link out from you, like somewhere in their site, hey, if you need window cleaning as well to go with your landscaping, this is who we recommend, and they link to your website. That's one way to do it. Just just tie it into their content that way. They could have a page of businesses we support and they could put your logo there and your name and link out to you. Or especially this works especially well, you know, if it's your landscaper friend or if it's you know your chemical supplier company or your equipment supplier company, you say, hey, Gabe here with XYZ window cleaning, I want to give back to you and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask something in return, but I'm gonna shoot a video testimonial. Be like, it's incredible working with XYZ um, window chemical, window cleaning chemical company. Um, this is why you should work with them. This is the experience we've had. Here's a video you can use. You can put it on YouTube. You can put it on your website. And do you mind just like linking back to our uh, our website from there? So you're giving them some value, which I always try and, you know, I want to lead with value because I think that sure. reciprocity is a big thing. Um, and then, you know, they're like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can do that. And then it makes sense too, because like they have the little testimonial video on their site, and it's like Gabe with XYZ window cleaning, and it's not a it's not a weird forced thing that they're like, yeah, trying to fit in somewhere. So, so in that case, so like for instance, if we had just added an extra page on our site that was like you said, partner part business partners in our community that we support or whatever, and yeah. then we could just have links to their websites underneath. Is that yeah. suitable or does it have to be on your main page or, or how does that work? No, that's fine. Um, typically links from the main page have the most power, but any, you know, at this point, beggars can't be choosers, right? So let's get something <laughs> that makes sense for, for yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so, so like I got the idea, you know, I come from the SEO world, so I knew backlinks were good. But then as I was diving into it here locally, I was like, this is an untapped thing. I saw a realtor who had this here locally and she had a whole, um, you know, basically a directory of all the businesses she supported. And I was like, man, so I reached out to her. She linked back to us. And then I was like, we should do this for our clients. So we've started doing that for our clients and recommending it. But yeah, just just have a list. Be like, you know, window cleaning, landscaping, you know, towing, ice cream shop, whatever the case may be of, of yes. people that you want to associate with. Yeah. Right. And, and it doesn't have to just be people in your industry, right? Like you right. mentioned, landscaper is a good one. It could be an ice cream shop. It could be yeah. restaurants. You know, your... Yeah, exactly. Realtors. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because a, a restaurant with a great uh, testimonial video, maybe you chowing down on a hamburger. Yeah, put yeah. that on their website, right? And then they're gonna be. It's like a community support. They get the warm and fuzzies by you know helping you and yeah. yeah. That's great. That's awesome. Good stuff. Now, um, you do you did a lot, like you mentioned, with going into these Facebook groups. So here, here's the biggest challenge I, I have, or not Facebook groups, but like, uh, um, well, I, yeah, I guess. Buy and sell group. Craigslist is like the new, or Facebook is the new Craigslist, right? We used to yeah. do everything on Craigslist when we buy, but now there's like Facebook Marketplace and and there's a lot of those groups, like you said, the buy-sell groups. Um, so the, the issue I, I know what I run into, and I'm sure a lot of window cleaners do is our, our clientele typically are going to be higher end, right? They're not going to generally, I mean, and they, some will be, some will be for sure. But when I do add, when I did advertising in a lot of these for sale sites, um, I didn't always get ideal, at least my ideal customer who I was looking for. There were people looking for deals. They were looking for, you know, they wanted discounts. They wanted uh, oh, can you just, what if you do just these windows on our house? You know, we're, we're wanting to come in and if we're going to drive out there, 
we want to do all the windows. You know, we don't yeah. want to just kind of do five or six windows that because they're trying to keep it under a certain budget. Um, do you have any recommendations for how to use those groups in a way where you you can't obviously we can't perfectly target like we would in a Facebook ad, but can we increase the odds that we're gonna run into our ideal customer in those particular groups? I think there's a few things. We don't do Facebook groups a ton now. Mm -hmm. uh, because when you start, you've got more time than money typically. Sure, yeah, yeah. So it's okay <laughs> if you're talking to 10 people and getting one job out of it. Right. Um, so I think you have to keep in mind the people that are on buy and sell groups, they're typically the people that are looking for a deal on everything that they're doing. You know, you look at the marketplace conversations, it's, mm -hmm. hey, you've got it listed for 100. Can I have it for 20? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I think your ideal client probably isn't, you know, the majority of people are not going to be your ideal client. Mm -hmm. But the more conversations you can start and the more you can start getting known, it's eventually going to to seep out into someone who saw you in the group and they're at a party with their friend and they're like, oh, you need your windows cleaned, you know, call Gabe kind of thing. So I don't think it's the ideal long-term strategy, mm -hmm. um, but I think the one of the ways you can set yourself apart is, you know, work on some branding in the groups. If you're posting, okay. post with like a branded picture of you and then give some tips like, hey, here's something that you didn't know. Maybe Maybe you didn't know that window cleaning actually um, extends the life of your window or increases the value of your home by X amount when you're selling. Um, these are mm -hmm. value posts that you can do without an ask, like Got a it. sell. Got it. That makes sense. Very cool. Now, did you ever use anything, um, any other like third party kind of board for like Yelp or, or Nextdoor? I, I know a lot of window cleaners do really well with Nextdoor, and I just have not figured out the secret how to effectively use Nextdoor, you know? Um, obviously, in in my neighborhood, are not my ideal clients. They're in other neighborhoods, and I and I have and I, I get referrals from them. I get people who call me us and say, "I found you on Nextdoor. Someone recommends you on Nextdoor," but I don't know how to be more efficient on sites like that. So, I mean, what do you, what are your recommendations? So, Nextdoor was in its infancy here. Like, it was definitely more popular in the states. Um, mm -hmm. It uh, it wasn't really super effective. I made an account. Mm -hmm. um, I recommend making an account on everything when you yes. start. Yeah, Facebook, Facebook, Google business listing, LinkedIn. That's a great one, especially for window cleaners. If you're yes. connecting with realtors, et cetera. Yes. Um, Bark.com, Bark like the dog. Um, all of these places. That. Yeah, Bark is a great one. Yelp, all of these places, Better Business Bureau, Yellow Pages, mm -hmm. make accounts with all of them because at the least, the, the very least, they're going to be a great backlink to mm -hmm. your business. Better Business Bureau is a really powerful website. Yes. But if it's linking back to your website, even if you're not paying them the $600 a year that they want you to be paying, it's still there linking back to you. So I recommend doing that. Um, we use Facebook. We have a version of uh, Craigslist called Kijiji up here in Canada. Mm -hmm. We would post on there regularly. Um, we we filled out our Yelp profile. There was a three best rated um, as yes. well. Locally. I literally just got a referral from them like two days ago in the email. And I'm like, I don't even know what this is, yeah. <laughs> but someone found me on it. And yeah, they, so, they so I looked for there. everything like that locally, you know, the 10 best window cleaners, the 10 best junk removal companies, three best, um, all of that. I tried to get on everything that was possible in our local area like that. I tried to, um, well, I'll, I'll stand on the subject that you, that you asked there. Like, what are the different things? Um, I filled out all of them. We didn't get a ton of jobs from them, but we got a lot of SEO value from having them. Got it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, is there anything that you, like someone starting a new business, you know, because we get a lot of window cleaners who work for other companies. And, and that's the thing about window cleaning. You know, once you get to a certain skill level, 
Um, the business part isn't super hard to start up. You know, you don't need a lot of overhead. A lot of people can get started. Um, I, I usually have a little, a few tips that I, I tell people, to, you know, to do when they first start up to for, to get their online presence uh, kind of noticed. What what do you recommend for a new owner operator? They're just starting out. What's the best thing they can do to, you know, not, again, not a lot of money, but they they can get on on the 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 you know have the best chance to start increasing their their Google presence uh, as soon as possible. Yeah. So I would recommend. Um really like if you're not looking to spend any money at a minimum buy a domain um and and start a branded email yeah. it's a, a little bit counterintuitive but the domain the longer you own it um yeah. i would attach a simple website to it even just a simple website through the google business listing yeah. um because the longer your domain is active and has a website attached to it the more age is one of the things that google looks at with a domain um, authority so that's good and then having a branded email it just puts you in a level of authority that you know, uh, XYZ window cleaner at gmail.com doesn't have. And then when you move, want to make that move a year down the road because you want to be more professional, you've spent maybe $7 a month on a branded email with mm -hmm. Google. Like just do this through Google Workspace. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to now transfer all your emails over from that gmail.com email. Yeah, um, yeah. So I would do that. I would get a Google business listing, Facebook page, LinkedIn page, all those things that we've kind of talked about. Yes. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily go hire out for a fancy website. GoDaddy, I don't recommend it in the long term for SEO, but GoDaddy, you can build a simple website through there, attach it to your to your um, domain and kind of give people a place where they can call you. They can reach out on your contact form. Um, and it's just, you know, it's a place for you to showcase a little bit about what you do, where you are, all that stuff. One of the things I get a lot when I do talk with some of these newer people, um, I get a lot of pushback when I recommend starting the website because I, I tell them the same exact thing. I say, look, it doesn't have any fancy you just need a landing page. Keep it simple. Keep it clean. Look, make it look professional. Have your logo. Have it consistent. You know, but just you don't have to drop a whole lot of money on. Just get one, and like you said, get it connected to a Google My Business page. Right? I don't even know what they call it now because it got moved. Yeah, it's always changing. It's always changing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and I get a lot of pushback, especially from the younger guys, because they're like, "You don't need a website. No one uses a website more. I have my Facebook. I have my Instagram. I have TikTok. Whatever. I get enough business from them." What's your advice when, if you were to hear someone kind of give you that feedback, what would you tell them as far as uh, um, it benefiting their, their company having a website? I think the thing that hits me, you know, just right off the top of my head, I've never thought of it this way, actually, but you, you kind of talked about, you, you came at it from an angle of social media is phenomenal. You can get tons of leads off it. I completely agree. I've done it, but you don't own the social media platform. You don't necessarily own your website and it's ranking on Google. But you do own the, you know, you're renting the domain. You own it for the, for the, you know, all intents and purposes. Yes. You own your website, and your website is one thing that you can grow over time. Social media, you can grow over time too. The social media platforms come and go. Yeah, I think right now, the, for the longevity of your business, you've got to at least have something on a website. And then again, it's another thing that you can link out to from your social media. Maybe people want to see one place where you collect all your pictures. They have your social feed. They have all the videos. But maybe they want to go over and see, oh, they have a list of all these services that they provide. This is the areas that they service. And I just want to get a quote for them. I don't want to message them on Facebook. I just want to shoot them an email yes. or I want to call them. The older generation is typically in window cleaning and junk removal, the better customers anyway. So you yes. want to cater to them too. Well, Nothing I against social media. I, I am a huge fan of it. But you want to, you, I'm, a, I'm a fan of covering all your bases, every possible yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I'm glad you ordered it that way, cover all your bases, because that's that's also a conversation that I have with people. 
who they're like, you know, oh, what, what do you worry about getting Google reviews? You don't need that. Get referrals. Get Have your, your customers refer you. That's the best referral. And I'm always like, yeah, it's really good. How about we get all of them? <laughs> How about we do everything? Because why, why, just because you do excel in one area doesn't mean that you have to reject the other one, right? You don't have to just give all of your attention to one and spread it out. And, and it's not like it's that much more work to, uh, you know, like you said, put, put a few pictures and videos on your, on your social media that you can put on all of them at the same time, you know, and there's apps that do that. Um, yeah, there's apps that plan. There's also, um, you know, we didn't cover this yet, but get a Bing listing, get an Apple business listing. Those yeah. are Apple business listing, I think is becoming a lot more important. Could, could you uh, talk a little bit about that? Because I, I think we all think we, we're on Google and that's all we need and, and we don't have to worry about it. Why is Bing and why is Apple? Why are those important? So people use those search, search platforms. If you're searching on Apple Maps, your Google business listing isn't going to show up, right? So you want to have, um, it's, it's all your bases again. You know, every possible place that you can be, you should be. And most of them are free, mm -hmm. right? You can advertise through these different platforms, but to start out, they're all free. And so why wouldn't you have it? It's another link back to your website. It's another place where Google can see your name, address, phone number, um, you know, and, and any of these listings can see it. And so you just build this authority online that comes up to your point of reviews. Yeah, get reviews across all platforms, at least a few, um, but get video reviews too. So even if clients are leaving Google reviews, I like to take snapshots of my reviews when they come in because then you can yes. use them in, in advertising and pictures on social media. Then you have them if your reviews ever get taken down or you lose that platform. But video reviews, you can't fake video reviews. You can buy Google reviews now. I highly recommend against it because it can really hurt your Thank listing. You. Yes. But a video review with a client is an awful hard thing to, to um, fake. So if you can get that, with a client, get them to leave a Google review. Just uh, just be like, hey, Mrs. Smith, we're here finishing the job. How was it? You know, what were some things that went well? Um, some clients will leave a review of them just doing the selfie video. But typically, if you can just have a quick conversation with a client, holding the phone, having both of you in the frame, doesn't have to be fancy, but you, it's pretty hard to replicate that or, or fake that. So, so when you say a video review, are you talking about something that you would then post on your social media or is this somehow attached to your Google reviews? It's not attached to your Google okay. reviews. I would post them on social media. I would post them on YouTube and okay. embed them back on your website. It's another mm -hmm. thing that you can, you know, you can rank your YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. um, and then you own that. You own that asset. You can have, you can carry that video file around uh, wherever you go. Wonderful. Very good. Good. Great advice, man. Thank you so much. Anything else uh, SEO website wise that you would uh, think is, is something that maybe some small businesses miss or, or could be taken advantage of, but they, they don't. Yeah, I think with websites, as you go from like, hey, just having something basic to, hey, now let's turn this into a, a lead generating machine, people miss talking about what they do and where they do it. They talk about the fact that they do window cleaning and they do window cleaning and they do window cleaning. But they don't talk about the fact that they do window cleaning in this area. We serve this city. We are the best window cleaner oh, in this area. You are so right. Oh, my goodness. Keep going. I'll tell you a little story. Yeah. Yeah. So Google doesn't know where your website is. You're like... I can build a website here in Canada from my office here in Canada, and I can rank it in Houston, Texas. If I tell Google that's that's what I'm that's what I'm looking to do, right? So you want to tell Google like in your title tags, which is like the little bar at the top where it's mm -hmm. it's got a little summary of your website. That's mm -hmm. your title tag. You want that to say best window cleaner in X Y Z location. Your um, hero section on your website when people come in say you know we're here to serve you the residents of. XYZ location with the best window cleaning solution. Mm -hmm. Talk about that all through your content. 
and then build out content. Um, we'll get to you. I, I won't won't go on too long here. But um, with your content, on top of saying what you do and where you do it, answer people's questions and have little sections on your website that's like, that's how do I choose the best window cleaner? Because people are searching for that exact thing, right? Yeah. So Google wants your site to answer questions. So go, you can search for commonly asked questions in window cleaning. You can actually, there's a people uh, often ask section in the Google search results often. Okay. Um, and you can kind of scroll through there, see what people are asking, but answer questions. Take the frequently asked questions you get from sales calls and clients, turn those into content on your website, turn those into video content and embed them back on your website. All these different things mm -hmm. you can do. All right. That's another one I think I'm going to implement too, because we don't have like a question, but just a simple FAQ, you know, um, section. Yeah, because there are things that I think our office gets asked all the time. And you know, even everybody, though, yeah. even though the the our office people are not window cleaners or they're, they're, you know, they, they're an, an admin, um, they pretty much know now because they've answered the question so many times, you know. Yeah. So rather yeah. than that, just have that in, and then now, like you said, it becomes a, a, a value. And maybe even like you said, a, a section, is there a question here that we didn't answer? Ask it here and we'll see if we can add it on. And then you get. I love that idea. We've never done that. I, I like that idea a lot. Um, yeah. And then and then it becomes a sales page as well as an SEO tool. Yeah, yeah. But just about your the the this place. So part of the thing with into the flow is we do we do kind of a mentorship thing. It's it's unofficial, but a lot of our longtime you know people who've been uh, window cleaners, we just take on people who are starting up and we help them mentor them through, through their transition as as in growth as a business uh, window cleaners. Amazing. So part of that is going looking over their website. Hey, how's it look? You know what kind of changes? I can't tell you how many times someone will message me on Instagram and say, hey, can you help me out with my web? And I don't even know where they're working. I have zero clue. Sometimes I'll get a clue from their, their area code on their phone number. But I mean, how many, I have, I know a lot of people who, you know, are here in Tucson. We don't have, they don't have a Tucson area code. You know, it's, it's, it's all over the place. So um, yeah, I, it's funny how that is such a simple thing. But if you're looking for a window cleaner and you you can't for sure know that they are, they're in your area, you're just going to go on to the next one. You're not going to do an investigative search to find out for sure if they service, you know, your town. Um, exactly. So make, make it as easy as you can for the customers to know the areas that you service so that they don't go to the next guy because, you know, they weren't 100% sure that you would even come to their house. Exactly. And people people are pretty, you know, hesitant to pick up the phone nowadays, right? And so if, they're, if they have any friction, they're going to go to the next one that yes. they know they can get an answer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we have, um, we use a, a software called Responsibid. So we do a lot of our goods are online. And, um, you know, if we ever have any issues with it, it's very rare. We're very happy with the software. But once in a while, there'll be a hiccup or whatever. We lose customers. If they are entering stuff in and they don't get the answers right then, they're, they're gone. They're, they're off to somewhere else. So it just really shows you, you have, once you have the, the customer's attention, You've got to make every second count on that. And so the easier you make it for them to access the information they're looking for, the more, the higher the probability that they're going to become your customer, you know, at the end of it. Definitely. So. Definitely. Yeah. The least friction you can do for Google and for the client, you know, it's kind of that balance, right? We want yes. to, we want Google to know everything. We want the client to know everything. Yes. Very cool. Very cool. Well, all right. Well, we've, we've hit uh, uh SEO website uh, pretty hot and heavy. So I really appreciate you uh, talking about that. That's uh a lot of that stuff is, is things that we're um, we can use now. Uh, just to get back into your your story and, and, and what you what you do, 
Um, so you, you're, you're an author. Um, so you've written, can you tell us a little bit about the book? It, it, I think it's pretty cool. If you, oh, first of all, just go to lewisvandercrook.com. Um, you see uh, everything that he has, but he has, he's written a children's book. Um, could you tell a little bit about how that came about and, and why that was uh, something that you wanted to do? Yeah. Yeah. So ever since I was in mechanical engineering, like going through school for that, you know, you have all these ideas. I, I've always had these ideas of things I wanted to invent, you know, and so you kind of look at them. And then when I became a father, I was like, man, I've missed the market. I don't need to invent anything. <laughs> I just need to capture this, this uh, captive audience of parents that are just ready to spend any amount of money to solve their problems. Right. So I was always, uh, you know, from that point on, I was like, how can I do something to break into the to the kids market to the to the family market? I kind of shelved that idea went on started the business was, you know, really busy with that. Then uh, last summer, you know, last year, I said I wanted to write a book. I didn't really know what it was about. I knew I knew it was possible. I knew it wasn't the most insurmountable task. And so it got to September and I hadn't started the book. And I was like, what am I going to do? Um, and I had the idea. I was out with the kids playing in the backyard. And I was like, I could write a kid's book and tie that into our business branding. And then it's this beautiful symbiosis of everything. So yes. from there on, um, kind of whittled it down to an ABC book, blue collar ABCs. We'll have a, a trade, a tool, a vehicle um you know and and we'll tie that all in every page has one of those things wow. and then it was over bath times talking with her oldest you know what's something that starts with a t what's a truck that starts with a t what's a truck that starts with an s um and he actually he came up with a lot of the things that you see in the book nice. and then it's taking it to our graphics team um here in the marketing agency um and they worked overtime to to design each one of those was one of those pictures for the book and and pull it together it was it was a lot of fun, really rewarding, and it's been it's been really well received. Nice. Now, the reason why I really like this, um, I think what it shows is you don't have to just do one thing, right? Um, if you have a creative side, uh, it's okay to explore it, and it's also okay to mix it. Like, just for instance, I'm wearing this shirt here, so I'll, I'll get up here. So this, oh, nice. was, this was a design from um, a flow me, Anthony Padlow. So as you can see, it's got a squeegee and it's got a washer on here. So he, he came up with a, a website. I know he's kind of backed off on it a little bit recently. I think he's trying to find a, a decent printer. But I, I loved his because he came out with a whole bunch of different, you know, styles and, and for T-shirts. But it incorporates his, you know, he's a window cleaner. He's been a window cleaner for, for decades. You know, he's very experienced. But he also has this really cool creative side. And he was able to come up with the small business that mixed those two together. And I think that that kind of synergy of those ideas is is just kind of a, a neat thing that gives you an outlet, but it's also can be profitable too, you know. Um, so yeah, I, no, it's I, funny. So so I missed a part of the inspiration actually in the story, and you brought it back together. Yeah. So I got it. She's not a client, but she's in the junk removal space. Hmm. She made a coloring book for her drunk removal business. She has a dog as her mascot and she did a coloring book that was kind of oh, awesome. drunk removal. Um, she got a guy off Fiverr to do it, um, put it together. She, she gave him the, the um, you know, kind of the images she wanted. He drew it out. And so I bought this for our kids and I was like, man. And I think that was kind of the, actually the seed now that I think of it, um, you know, where it came together. So Michelle Hill um, in the junk removal space is, is what brought that together. So you could do that as a window cleaner. You could have a, a, a coloring book. There's so many different creative ideas um, and well, ways yeah. that you can, you can um, kind of work your way into the community as well. Now on, on Fiverr, did, did they do, so they drew the images for the book and then she made it or did they do the, the I think she got someone on Fiverr to do the images, someone else to do the, like put the book together and then she just put it up on uh, Amazon. That's what I did as well. I published through Amazon. So it's not, it's not a complicated process. 
Nice. Very yeah. All right. Well, I just, um, Fomies, if you get a chance, just go to his website. So aluluisvandervock.com. He's got this on here. But the, the other one, the last thing I wanted to hit on, uh, which I think is a, a very good asset to uh, us as window cleaners as well, is you do also have a podcast. Um, so uh, what, what is the name of it again? It's the Blue Crocus Experience. So our business is Blue Crocus Solutions. Um, and I was like, I'm going to be Joe Rogan. So I'll call it the Blue Crocus Experience. <laughs> <laughs> you know, after the Joe Rogan experience. So yeah, I just went yes. um, I've interviewed a wide range of business owners, from yes. Tommy Mello to authors to you know some guys in the health space really really interesting people i've had on there yeah i um i got to listen to a few of them um the the one the gentleman i can't remember his name I'm trying to find it here uh who had overcome his addiction to drugs so it's more recent one um boy that was an intense one you know yeah. and it, what what i appreciate about you and, and i try to do this as much as i can um is you do allow them to tell their story you know um, sometimes you listen to some podcasts and they've already kind of got their own agenda in mind as to how it's yeah. going to go. Um, and I really like your approach in, in your interviewing style, because that's, that's kind of how I try. I try to keep it as organic as possible. You know, we have a few ideas that we want to share, but if, you know, my, my interviewee has something passionate they want to talk about, you just let them go. You Follow know? the energy, right? Oh, and, and just, yeah, some of the interviews here, but not, not only just your podcast, which I recommend people, uh, you know, small business owners subscribe to, but you also have, you've been on a bunch of podcasts. And so you have some uh, that are on here. Some of them I've listened to before, not, not with your interview, but I'm familiar like the home service business owner podcast, really yeah. good one. But, uh, you know, a lot of times we're looking for something to listen to when we're working, right. And, yeah. and something that's going to help build it. So you have a list of ones that you've personally been inter interviewed on. That's kind of a, a who's who of really great business podcasts that you can listen to that's going to help your business. Yeah, there's there's I mean, I've I've been really lucky. Um, I, I started the podcast as a networking thing, to be honest, <laughs> you know, and it was a way to get an hour of someone's time. Tommy Mello is someone yeah. in the home service space, the home service millionaire. Recommend that yes. book to anybody in any industry. He's in the garage door industry, but he's he's phenomenal marketer mind. Mm -hmm. um, Tommy Mello is a, a great one. There's uh yeah, that, that's the one that popped into my head right now. But yeah, there's there's a, a few phenomenal ones. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, that's all part of the the message of education is just, you know, we're, we're we all have a lot of experience in different areas, but we don't have all the experience. Never. So <laughs> Never. To, to talk with people going through different things, you know, different experiences, you can kind of pick up little tidbits here and there. We don't have a long enough life to make all the mistakes to learn all the lessons. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, anything else that you want to uh, promote before we, we sign off here, Lewis? No, I think, uh, I mean, we've got a group. Uh, it's primarily junk removal business owners, but I'm I'm very avidly um, teaching people SEO. So you can jump in if you're not a junk removal business owner as well. It's called Junk Removal Marketing Success Community. Um, I just rebranded re it from contractor um, growth tips. So I, I'm kind of really focusing on drunk removal, but um, anybody can can benefit from it. And we will work with anybody. We're just doing a lot of our outbound marketing to junk removal specifically. But yeah, dropping lots of tips in there. If anybody wants to jump in, we'd love to help. Yeah. Well, everything that you mentioned in here in this interview is going to be very helpful to small business owners. So thank you so much for being so generous with your time. I uh, look forward to continuing following your story and, and your growth as well. And uh, certainly is an inspiration for guys like us that are just trying to to get to the next level, you know, and, and oh, one other thing I just want to mention, I do also appreciate your your balance because this came across in the podcast as well. 
um, just making sure that your family is always, always an important thing, you know, and that it's one thing to grow, but if that's your only focus, you're missing out on, on the importance of what your business, you know, form your business is for. So, yeah, there's uh, a couple books I'd recommend on that to topic. One of them is the E-Myth, if you haven't read that. No. Um, and then, so the E-Myth is uh, the entrepreneur myth. We all get into it to be our own boss and we end up, you know, harnessing ourselves to a, hundred hour work work week um, and hating our lives eventually, you know, yeah. all with the, Hey, I'm my own boss. It's so good. Right. Yeah. Um, so the E-Myth by, by um, Michael Gerber is phenomenal. This is another book that I just picked up and read last week. It's called uh, the perfect week formula. And basically it's build your business around your life, not your life around nice. your business. Nice. I fell prey to this. The first three years of my business, it was, uh, it was my boss, <laughs> you know? And so now I'm like, okay, you know, I started this for the family. Uh, yeah. that, that was my my north star when i started it yeah bring it back to the north star um yeah, and let's figure out how we can make that work and that's so easy to do because and it's not even necessarily you're doing it just because you have dollar signs in your eyes it's just there's so much to be done when you start a business you know yeah. and so many and, things and as men as, as men especially um i saw it in my dad I mean, I think women get the same thing you know when they latch onto it but I, i'm a man so i speak from that perspective uh, we we have a sense like I'm the provider for our house. My my wife is a full time domestic engineer, yes. right? So it's it's um, we've got to make it work. You know, we've got to bring in the dough. We've got to put food on the table, and we've got to you know a lot of our output when we start is related to how hard we work. Yeah, you know, because we don't have systems in place. So it's yeah, you got to you know you got to take action at the beginning, but then you got to transition into let's have systems and team in place to make it so we all have a life too. For sure, absolutely, and you know it. What what good is it to to you know get all of this money and all of this accolades and then you end up losing your family in the process you know so see a lot of it happen yeah you, at least you don't want that to be the reason why you know you definitely want to make sure that you keep it in its place but I just thank you again for your time you just have a lot of really good stuff for us to think about and uh, wish you well uh, thanks again Lewis it was good talking with you and getting to know you and I'll, I'll definitely join that group as well likewise Gabe appreciate the opportunity and and uh, glad we could make this happen. And thank you for listening, Flomies. Please, please be sure to bookmark this one. A lot of good stuff for your uh, SEO website stuff. Uh, make those changes right away. Thank you again. You guys have a great week. And as always, flow on.